With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Ben Maller. This segment is sponsored by Novo Nordisk. Many longtime listeners know that a while back I struggled with obesity and then I lost 200 pounds. It was amazing. And while that worked for me, I know I am the exception, not the rule. I did it the old fashioned way and the way people are most familiar with diet and exercise. But I'm here today to bust the myth that weight loss is as simple as eat less, move more. For many of us, Healthy eating and increased physical activity aren't enough to maintain weight long term. The truth is there's actually a lot of elements at play when it comes to weight loss, including unique physiological factors. I encourage you to discover the science behind weight loss and work with a healthcare provider to create a weight management plan that works for you. I also encourage you to learn more about the science behind weight loss by visiting Truth aboutweight.com that's truth about w-e-i-g-h-t.com there's a recipe for getting your car running just right and ebaymotors.com has all the ingredients you need they have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock all at the right prices now that's tasty ebaymotors.com let's ride there's a recipe for getting your car running just right and ebaymotors.com has all the ingredients you need they have over 122 million car parts and accessories in stock, all at the right prices. Now that's tasty. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, 
think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air everywhere. We are back at it. Another weekend has kicked off. It is the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G. Back again to save you from the boredom on the weekend. I know it can be tough. Not a lot of options to choose from. So we are here for you. And it is just I on the Friday podcast, Big Ben, and we thank you for supporting the radio show. And as you know by now, this podcast is a spinoff of the Ben Maller radio show, uh, which is uh, available on terrestrial radio. This only available in the podcast format as we begin anew this weekend. And the biggest story in all of sports right now involves the Miami Dolphins, a former Dolphin coach, and a bunch of NFL teams that are squirming right now, a bunch of NFL owners that are squirming right now. This Brian Flores story is insane. And who better to talk about it than a guy by the name of Dan Lust. Dan joins us here. He's a practicing sports attorney. You've heard him on some Fox Sports radio shows. He's been all over the place. You name it, he's popped up. This has been a big week for him as he has been on television and radio doing a number of interviews. Uh, He is a practicing attorney, as he said, but also he's a sports law professor at New York Law School. He's got the gift for Gab. I first heard of him with my friend Tony Bruno a couple years back. I said, this guy's good. And I'm glad that finally we get to to touch base and have a conversation here, uh, me and him. So, uh, let's give it up now to uh, Dan Lust. He also hosts a very popular sports law podcast, his own podcast, Conduct Detrimental. So, Dan, let's get right into it. The story of the week involving Brian Flores. You've been all over it, providing some great perspective on this. A lot of money involved, a lot of reputations involved in this, depending on how far it goes. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being as big as it possibly can get, Dan, how massive is this Brian Flores story? I think you got to lean towards a 10, right? Um, you know, obviously there's always the possibility that the case gets dismissed and, you know, we, we kind of lose on a procedural ground. But the allegations, right, uh, it's somebody calling out the NFL, not, not indirectly, right? Um, you could talk about the Colin Kaepernick case. Was it a case about race? Kind of, you know, but it was really a case about kneeling. Um, it was not really a case that hit directly to the core. Um, and that's what Brian Flores is doing. And, then, uh, you know, I'll give you one step further. You know, the Colin Kaepernick case, right, was one person versus 32 teams. Uh, the Kurt Flood case, another big case in our, our sports law history books, was one guy versus the league. This is a class action lawsuit, which doesn't mean it's not just Brian Flores. He's inviting coaches of the past, right, that maybe were wrong, be it Marvin Lewis, be it, um, you know, uh, Hugh Jackson, be it Jim Caldwell. Some of those guys he explicitly references as in complaint. So this is going to be, you know, maybe tens if not hundreds of people joining Brian Flores on the sideline, no pun intended, and going after the NFL. So from a numbers perspective, this could be, um, you know, I'm not one to give hyperbole, 
but from a numbers perspective, it could be the biggest sports law case of all time. Wow. Yeah, and I was trying to wrap my head around it and you know, reading some of the stuff, and you had, you have great information. I know you've got a podcast that we'll, we'll plug as well where you took a deep dive in this, but uh, how long, as a lawyer and someone that teaches law, then this seemed to come together pretty quick. How long do you think that Brian Flores was working on this behind the scenes because the, the Giants hired a coach, and within a couple of days, boom, this lawsuit's out. So how fast do you think from the time that the lawyers contacted him or he contacted the lawyers that they were able to turn this thing around? Very quickly. Um, you know, we can talk about the timing. There, there was something intriguing to me about the timing element, um, independent of the substance. So they turned this around very quickly, right? You know, it's, it's less than a week they get this thing out. Now, the question that I have, right, like, why would you have filed this lawsuit on, you know, on this week, right? The, the statute of limitations for something like this is sometimes years. Like, what was the benefit of doing that? Mind you, also, Flores is in the middle of interviewing for the Saints head coaching position and the Texans head coaching position. The day this lawsuit was filed and became public, he had an interview with the New Orleans Saints. So I'm like, you know, the, the lawyer in me goes, I don't know, if, I, if it was my client, I'd say, hey, why don't you wait until the, you get those jobs or you don't get them? If you get the Texans job or the Saints job, Maybe you know. Maybe you want to consider not suing, right? I'm not sure. You have to have that conversation. Um, and then the other way around, if you don't get those jobs, wouldn't that make your case even stronger, right? If you if you don't get the Texas job and you're not competing against Brian Dable, there's no one you know of that name caliber, and you don't get it. Doesn't that say more? So then I thought about. It. I had this epiphany, um, and as you know, I've been kind of doing you know the media tour. I had this epiphany yesterday, and I'm like, that's why they did it because right now all eyes are on the Houston Texans. You know, they, you know, people have considered him the front runner for the position. And I imagine to some extent with the Saints as well. But now if he doesn't get it, we're going to see it play out in real time, right? Whoever they announce for that job, be it Flores or whoever else, it's going to put exponentially more pressure and more attention on this lawsuit. But that's why I thought the timing was interesting. It was kind of rushed. You know, by all means, no one files a lawsuit within like five days of the thing happening. It's kind of unheard of. Um, but that's why they did it. That's why two law firms are on this, because it was a really, I'm sure, intensive job to get this filed, have the media all lined up, uh, and now kind of sitting pretty uh, as guys like Marvin Lewis speak out on your behalf and Hugh Jackson, and you have a Super Bowl two weeks away, and you're in the middle of you know, Black History Month. Uh, I think it was very well orchestrated from a uh, PR perspective to get this filed um, you know, when they did, two-week two lead-up to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and with that with that as the backdrop from the, the lawyer's perspective, because, you, you know, again, you're the lawyer, so – how does this work financially? Is Brian Flores paying the lawyers? Is this just a case for publicity because it's a high-profile case? I read the the law firm. Uh, these guys, uh, one of the main guys was tied to one of the Harvey Weinstein cases. So this is not you know some small potatoes operation. What do you, where do you think the money is going? Do you think they're just going to wait and see what the result is and get some of the money out of that? How, how's the financial part of this? So – you know, I don't, the short answer is I don't think we know, but there's one of two ways that cases are normally uh, retained. And, uh, you know, as you know, I'm, I'm a full-time practicing attorney. So it's a conversation we have when a case walks in the door. It could be a good case, bad case. If it's not a great case, right, you're not, you don't think there's a, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, what you would normally do is charge something called like an hourly fee. So anytime I make a phone call, I write a letter, I'm going to charge you and you're going to get an invoice for it, either at the end of the week or the end of the month, but some type of hourly uh, charge. And I'm going to get paid that no matter if you win or lose. The other way that cases are sometimes handled, uh, and if it's a case that's very desirable, that a lot of law firms want that case, uh, all of a sudden that, that client has a lot of leverage to say, you know what, I don't want to pay hourly. 
I want to do something called a contingency that you guys, the law firm, you get paid zero. You get paid nothing until we, we win the case or there's some type of settlement. And then you guys get a third of that, which is very common uh, procedure. It's the same thing we saw St. Louis Rams recently. Uh, St. Louis sued the NFL on behalf of uh, you know, St. Louis Rams contingency when they left um, and went to, over to L.A. That was a, a whopping $790 million settlement. The lawyers, if you can believe it, they got a third of that. Uh, it sounds like a crazy number. But then again, for four or five years, those guys didn't get paid. And they were holding all the risks and putting all this work in and getting nothing. So if you ask me, I, I'm leaning toward this case being taken on a contingency. I think Flores probably had the leverage to ask for that. And if this firm really wanted the case and they thought it was going to be as big as I do, they'd be totally fine taking contingency on it. So the, the theory, and Dan, I've talked about this on my radio show this week in the overnight, is that there's no way anyone's going to hire Brian Flores, that he's now toxic, that you can't, you know, you can't hire the guy. He turned over private messages with Belichick, and he's kind of violated the bubble of trust. But the conspiracy part of me is like, well, what if the NFL said, hey, well, you know, you can get a job with the Saints or one of these, one of these head coaching jobs and just drop the lawsuit? Could they even do that? Would they get in trouble? Is that is that also illegal to make some kind of brokerage deal with Brian Flores at this point? Kind of. You, you now, now we're getting into the territory that happened with Kaepernick, right? Why the NFL was kind of, you know, I, I imagine behind the scenes, we're not going to know what was said in the deposition, but like, why wasn't Kaepernick getting signed at a certain point? Clearly the guy had taken a team you know, uh, to the verge of a Super Bowl. Uh, clearly he was better than the, the backups that were being thrown out there left and right. But the NFL, I think, behind the scenes was saying, we're not, not signing him because of his views of, and kneeling. We're, we're not signing him because he's a distraction. And there's a, lot, there's a lot that come with it. So, you know, being a distraction is not necessarily an implicit purpose. Like, you know, you can't discriminate against someone based on, like, rage, uh, you know, race, age, or sex, right? But not signing someone because they're a distraction, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's at least colorable that that's not some type of discrimination. I think now... Um, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be the Texans making that argument, certainly. But I think now you'd say the guy was the most qualified guy, but there's a lot of noise about hiring him, and we're trying to have a rebuild, and we already have the Deshaun Watson situation on our hands. You know, we just can't can't afford a second you know hit like that to PR. I think people could understand that that's maybe not uh, a discriminatory purpose. Um, again, I don't want to be making that argument if I'm the Texans, and that's why you know as I mentioned, so much more pressure placed on the Texans. He might have got the job, I, and I have people in my replies on Twitter. It's Texas fans that say they want him to get the job, independent of all of this. He's the he's the most qualified guy for the job. He turned around the Miami Dolphins in one year. Uh, maybe this is the right guy for the job. Um, but yeah, if he doesn't get it, right? And uh, you know, I don't know. Could they could they create some type of deal? Hey, we'll give you this job uh, if you make the lawsuit go away. Maybe, but who's who's going to cut that deal? The Saints are going to cut that deal. The Texans are going to cut that deal, um, and make their games kind of a, a, this media uh, frenzy. I don't. I don't know if the team's willing to sign up for that. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. I mean, obviously, this whole thing. And I read some of the documents online. The fifty-eight pages uh, that were out there. With some of those, were just you know signed legal uh, documents and whatnot. But uh, the 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 question is, how much of this is actually meaty so far? You know, early on, could have more stuff added to it. But it seems like a lot of I, the word you lawyers use is hearsay. Uh, is there a lot there, you know, and I, I like to pretend like I'm a lawyer. I'm not, but the way I read it, I said, well, that th these points can be argued by the NFL and they could probably get out of most of this stuff. If not all this stuff, uh, how did you read it? Uh, when you talk about the actual 
rather than just hearsay stuff that actually is going to stick here. That's that's really at the crux of the case, right? Um, you know, even even the Stephen Ross stuff. I, I don't know what evidence he has to support that Stephen Ross offered him a bribe to lose games. I imagine uh, Ross would have been smart enough, if indeed this is true, not put it in a text or an email. Um, and I'll go one step further. Seeing how they put the Bill Belichick text in the complaint, uh, that, that's a um, you know a creative move by the lawyers. Well, they didn't have to do that. They could have you know saved that for later and didn't exchange it. Um, I think they would have put a Stephen Ross text or an email like that directly in the complaint. So I'm not sure what they have by way of physical evidence. Um, uh, you know, certainly that's going to be very important. Otherwise, as you mentioned, hearsay, he said, she said, who's more credible? Even have now what's coming out with the Denver Broncos, they're completely refuting his report. Um, you know, that the Broncos and Elway showed up late to their meeting uh, and they said they have documentary evidence to back that up. So when you bring a case like this, uh, it's not just, you know, uh, oh, I believe the NFL more. I believe Flores more. It's really all eyes are on Flores and the plaintiffs. They bear the burden of proof. They have to prove their case. They have to come forward with the evidence. The court will allow you to get in if you kind of have a colorable or good faith basis to believe something. But you're going to have to find that during discovery, um, you know, be it depositions, emails, whatnot, or else the case gets dismissed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's this next period of the case, assuming it gets to discovery. Is going to be really crucial, right? Um, Bill Belichick's going to have to answer the tough questions. Uh, Elway's going to have to answer the questions. Stephen Ross. That's a who's who of, of NFL personnel. Um, you know, so, yeah, uh, you can't just have a case on hearsay. I mean, sometimes you can, but you need something that the jury can really put weight into and look at. And you can hold up in front of the jury and say, here's this email. Here's this email from the Giants. Right? Here's this email from the Broncos. So, yeah, at this stage, if anybody tells you, you know, Flores is definitely going to win or he's not going to win. No one has any clue because no one has seen the emails, right? So that, that's really where this yeah. case is going to be won and lost. Well, absolutely, Dan. And that's, you know, you follow all these legal stories. You're great on social media and whatnot. I know you do a lot of radio stuff and TV and whatnot. But the the email and with what we learned from the Washington, I guess the Redskins, now they're the commanders or whatever. But the, the John Gruden story that came out of that, and you know, that was just an email he I'm sure he never imagined Cruden that that would ever come back to bite him, and it did. And so uh, the the owners, I mean, you follow these things a long time, they're not going to allow this to get to discovery, are they? Because imagine the skeletons they've got in those those emails. Although some of these guys are so old, I don't know if they even email, but there's there's got to be stuff out there, right? 100%. Um, I mean, I, I would think, right, just – I mean, I, if you asked me this question maybe like two, three months ago, I would say I'm not sure. You know, these are billion-dollar teams. They probably are very smart. They probably, you know, when I'm saying smart, like, I don't know, sneaky, right? They don't put anything in writing. Let's just talk about it, assuming that's what's going on here. Um, but we saw with the John Gruden saga uh, that at a very fundamental level, those emails were, were horrendous. Those emails existed on the server for years, and no one said anything about them. So I, I think the Gruden case kind of pulled the curtain back a little bit and tells you that maybe there's more behind the scenes than we've ever really you know, thought about. John Gruden made it to the highest level of the NFL. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Head coach, right? And he was, you know, he was head coach for different teams over the course of, you know, more than a decade. So you don't really know what's behind the curtain. You ask me whether the NFL is going to pay to make this go away. I think they'd love to, but it, that always depends on the plaintiff in the case. 
Um, you know, another case that uh, you know I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of coverage on is the Deshaun Watson case. There's 22 individuals who are suing Deshaun Watson in civil court. It's been reported that some of those individuals want to settle the case. They want to get paid. Other ones are more concerned about the message it sends and really sticking it to Deshaun Watson and keeping this case in court, keeping it in the public realm. The second the case is settled, no one's going to talk about the case anymore. Maybe they will for a week or two. But this narrative on Watson has now gone on for a year because there are certain places that don't want to settle. If you ask me, you know, I'm getting the vibes that Flores doesn't want to settle. He didn't put an amount of money that he was seeking in the complaint, which is number one sign. Number two is the kind of shock and awe value that he put into this complaint. He's got the quote, you know, the first sentence of the complaint is the Bill Belichick text. The second sentence of the complaint is a quote from Martin Luther King. And then he gets into the, you know, actual normal legal stuff. So, you know, all the optics to me point out this is someone that wants to send a message. It's not someone that wants to settle. It's not someone that's going to go away so quickly. Um, and if you're the NFL, it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better because you have now, again, like the Hugh Jackson's coming out, the Marvin Lewis is coming out. Uh, Hugh Jackson has his own allegations that he says the Browns paid him to lose games. Another African-American coach who was kind of, you know, let go from his team and, and now can't find another head coaching gig. So, yeah, I don't, I think the NFL would love to settle it. I just don't think it's their call. Imagine fighting climate change every time you buy groceries or pizza. Now you can. With the Aspiration Zero credit card, you can reduce your carbon footprint by making the same purchases you always make. Aspiration Zero plants one tree every time you make a purchase. Or plant two trees when you choose to round all your purchases up to the nearest dollar. Track your progress in the app and earn 1% cash back each month you reach carbon zero. For a limited time, earn a $300 bonus when you open an account at Aspiration.com and spend $3,000 in the first 90 days. Join the community that helps you fight climate change with every purchase. Aspiration Zero. One card, zero carbon footprint. The Aspiration Zero MasterCard is issued by Beneficial State Bank pursuant to license by MasterCard International Incorporated. Beneficial State Bank member FDIC 2021. Terms and conditions apply. Visit Aspiration.com zero for more information. Hey, it's Ben Maller. This segment is sponsored by Novo Nordisk. I struggled with obesity for a long time, but the truth is obesity is a disease, and we shouldn't be blaming people. It's not just about willpower. It's also about physiology. And what we need to be doing is supporting people and educating ourselves on the science behind weight loss. Listen, after we lose weight, the body tries to regain the weight because metabolism slows down. The appetite hormones signal you to eat more. I encourage you to discover the science behind weight loss and work with a healthcare provider to create a weight management plan that works for you. I also encourage you to learn more about the science behind weight loss by visiting truthaboutweight.com. That's truthaboutweight.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Supercuts. Let's face it, life is busy. Between work and family and more work, our to-do lists have a way of getting longer instead of shorter. Luckily, Supercuts is here to make at least the haircut part of life easy. Supercuts is perfect for people who need a haircut but don't have a ton of time for a haircut. No more scouring the web for salons with availability. You can use the Supercuts app to find the location nearest to you and check in or just walk in. Another bonus? The salon shows estimated wait times so you know exactly what you're in for. That way, you're only in salon when you need to be. Don't expect to stay a while. And as for the cut itself, it's always super solid, thanks to Supercut's highly trained stylists. 
Get in, get out, and get to that thing you needed a haircut for. Whether you've got a big presentation coming up, or a wedding, or you just need some upkeep, Supercuts makes getting a haircut effortless. It's not just any haircut, it's Supercuts. Check in now on the Supercuts app or on supercuts.com. Yeah, and as far as Brian Flores doing all the the interviews and, and from the legal perspective, like the advantage you have, right, as a lawyer when you have a lawsuit like this is I'm pretty confident the NFL did not know this was coming, right? This is not normal that you blow the whistle when you're still trying to get a job. That's this is uh, this is an unorthodox uh, way of doing things. So doing all the TV interviews, going on CNN and CBS and all these places, he, he, he's doing that for the court of a public opinion, right? This is this is to try to tug at the heartstrings, and that that's the message, right? You have the advantage there. You're trying to get your message out before the NFL can counter. Am I correct in that? Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess you have to think, right? He he could file a lawsuit, not do any media. Um, the media was set up, and it wasn't just you know, uh, you know, podcasts and radios. He went to the two biggest shops, right? He went to CBS. He went to ESPN back to back. And he had his lawyers on the stage, you know, um, I, I, I don't know about the wisdom of this, but comparing him, you know, and they wanted this lawsuit to Rosa Parks, which I think is a creative decision. I, who am I to say whether or not he's the Rosa Parks of the NFL at this early stage, but that was a calculated move that his attorney planned to say. So I don't know, you know, I think to your point, the message it's sending is that this is not a guy that's going to settle and walk away. If, if Brian Flores accepted a check tomorrow, for $100 million and walked away, that sends a really bad message, right? Um, it sends a message of someone that literally built up all the steam to just get paid and, and to walk away. Uh, again, this seems like someone that's giving up for a long, protracted fight, similar to Kaepernick, the case took you know years to, to develop. Um, yeah, so I don't I, – I, to your earlier point, I think it sends the message to, uh, that if you hire Brian Flores, for better or for worse, there's going to be a lot of attention uh, on your team and not necessarily for on-the-field results, which I'm not sure – if the team is going to willingly sign up for that. And Dan, if you were advising with your, your legal mind there, if you were advising the, uh, the wonderful world of the NFL there, I know they have plenty of lawyers themselves, but what, what should the NFL do now? Cause this is the ultimate hot potato. No, and, you know, it's like a lot of guys don't want to talk about it because they're still employed by the NFL and everyone's very uncomfortable walking on eggshells. So what, what would you do if you're the NFL? How would you handle this with grace, if you will? Um, well, I'd say damage control, the, the two words that come to mind, right? Um, and, I, and I think at a fundamental level that kind of, I don't know, that, I don't know what the right expression is. I think they kind of blew it with their initial statement. They said, uh, you know, you can read the whole statement. Uh, you know, they put out a statement, Giants put out a statement, Broncos, Browns, um, all the teams associated. The one that's getting a lot of flack is the NFL statement because it was done, you know, pretty crudely. It was sent out about an hour after the text uh, or the lawsuit was filed. And it ends with Brian Flores' claims are without merit. So, you know, uh, you can convince me that the claim, that his legal case is without merit. You're not really going to convince me that his claim that the NFL has a real diversity problem, that that's without merit. That's pretty clear, right? Mike Tomlin is the only. Uh, and, you know, black head coach, there's only six general managers that are black and you have no owners. So, yeah, I mean, it's subjective. Um, and then the other part is like, I don't know, Stephen Ross, this allegation that he you know, paid, uh, you know, Florida's 100000 to, to to tank games. I don't know how you say this without merit, without conducting a full-blown investigation. So my advice to the NFL would have been, 
let's let you know have your statement not emphatically say that Flores is 100% wrong. That doesn't make any sense. Um, it should be we're launching a full and unfettered investigation. We're prepared to defend this, but you know we take these claims very seriously. We're launching a full investigation. We'll have more on this at a later point in time. Put out the statement, but don't completely poo-poo Brian Flores, who's I, I think whether he wins or loses his case, I think he's right that there is a diversity problem and something needs to be done about it. If the NFL doesn't want to, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, that's kind of... I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Their message sent that there's nothing here. And we're going to swiftly move, and we're going to get this case dismissed. Nothing to see here onto the Super Bowl. Let's talk about Brady's retirement. That's um, how I read it, which uh, I think was was definitely inappropriate. Yeah, and based on what you've said here, and kind of reading reading the room and hearing things, and does your gut tell you that if we have this conversation in February of 2023, that this thing's still out there, or does this end up? vanishing by next NFL season, which is in September. What's, what is more likely to happen? What do you think? We're going to know, I want to say, in about 60 to 90 days. If uh, So the NFL is going to move to dismiss, uh, which they always do. They move to do it in the, in the Gruden case. They always move to dismiss. We'll know in about 60 to 90 days, right around, or maybe a little bit longer, if the judge agrees with that sentence, the case should be kicked out of court. And if it's not kicked out of court, is when you enter discovery. So – I don't know, discovery takes years, right? I mean, it's, it's a long process. So we'll know in, in you know, again, that 60 to 90 day period, if this case is going to go a year, two years, three years, because um, that's how long it takes to depose all these people, to depose all 32 teams. It took that St. Louis Rams case that was, uh, you know, alleging that the NFL committed a fraud by moving the team from St. Louis to Los Angeles. You know, it legitimately took that case four years to get ready for trial. Um, and it didn't have the same type of sensitive undertones that this case does. And that this case will be playing out very publicly. Uh, so, yeah, I, 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 you know, you asked me to bet on it right now, uh, and uh, I think, as you know, I'm a, I'm a betting guy. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say probably minus two twenty five that this case is around uh, a year from today. Bet the over. You got to bet the over on this. Is what you got to do. And, bet the over. Yeah, and That's fair. and uh, the the John Gruden story. Now, this is kind of off the radar. It's not getting that much attention uh, legally. You know, does does Gruden have a leg to stand on? Uh, I know that there was a, a suit filed, as you, you talked about, the NFL immediately tried to dismiss it and all this stuff. But where Gruden's at right now, he's also probably not going to work in the NFL again. But is there any kind of way that he can get some money out of the NFL and actually win this? Um, I mean, it's another case kind of what we're talking about with Flores. Like, I don't really think Gruden cares about the money. Um, I think Gruden losing his job with the with the Raiders and whatever endorsements. I think he had a Skechers deal. How much money was that really worth? Uh, he, he had signed a ten year, I think, hundred million dollar contract. I think he was a couple of years in. So what was that fifty million? You know, at most. Um, you know, maybe a little bit more for the endorsements. Um, I don't. I don't really think he was in, entitled to that. Number one, he's not going to be entitled to the whole amount because it's. You know, will he have kept his job anyway? You know, the Raiders were kind of a middling team, right? Um, but I don't, I don't think it's a guy that cares about money. I think it's a guy that cares about his reputation being destroyed uh, and wants to see why they leaked the emails, who else was in it, um, whatnot. I, if you ask me, I actually, I actually think that Gruden's case is 
I, and hopefully uh, old takes exposed doesn't find me on this, but like, I, I think there's some credibility there to the, to the Gruden case. Maybe it's an easier case to prove than the Flores case. Cause like, I don't know, there's hundreds of thousands of emails and only the emails that are leaked belong to John Gruden. So that seems to be someone selectively doing it. And then only three people had the emails, the lawyers for Washington football team, Washington football team, I guess now the commanders will call them and the NFL. That was it. So, Someone leaked the emails, and I think everyone can agree. Whoever leaked it probably committed some type of, uh, you know, uh, some type of tortious element, some type that has some type of legal liability. So it was either Washington football team, the lawyers, or the NFL, right? It's, you've just got to pick your poison here. Whereas, you know, in the Flores case, you've got to prove this. It's 32 teams. You've got to prove some collective element. It's certainly a much tougher sell. Well, and also Gruden was not an employee of the NFL right at the time. So when, when those emails were sent, uh, he was not working – for the NFL, and it is interesting how I remember we were talking about that on the the radio show, and those emails were all leaked to like major newspapers in New York, which I know the lawyer, a lot of lawyers in New York, and what you're in New York, but it just seemed like it's right near the NFL offices, like it was just too too convenient uh, that that took place. But uh, it... support for this podcast and the following message come from Supercuts Hair. It has a way of growing back faster than we want it to, and somehow it can feel like we need more haircuts than we have time for. Luckily, Supercuts is here to make grabbing a haircut easy. Supercuts is here for you if you're someone who needs a haircut but doesn't think that they have time for a haircut. No more scouring the web for salons with availability. You can use the Supercuts app to find the location nearest to you and check in, or just walk in. Another bonus? The salon shows estimated wait times, so you know exactly what you're in for. And as for the cut itself, it's always super solid, thanks to Supercut's highly trained stylists. Get in, get out, and get to that thing you needed a haircut for. Whether you've got a first date, or a vacation coming up, or you just want to look good, Supercut's makes getting a haircut effortless. It's not just any haircut, it's Supercut's. Check in now on the Supercut's app, or on supercuts.com. This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can get all your favorite sports, movies, and shows together. So you can watch new episodes of your favorite reality shows live or binge old episodes on demand. Either way, get ready for some drama. And the best part? DirecTV Stream has no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Moving on from that, though, Dan, uh, the, the commanders, you've had some great stuff on social media, and I know you've got the podcast as well. The commanders, the ultimate bland nickname, and uh, <laughs> just just generic. I guess we're in the age now where you can't have anything fun, but you brought up a great point on on social media that one of the reasons that we have this, not only because everyone gets offended by everything these days, but also... There was a some random guy, right? I guess in Virginia, who has been 
waiting for this name change and had been hoarding different names. Explain, kind of walk me through what this guy was able to pull off and apparently successfully pull off and stonewall a billion, you know, $4 billion NFL team. See, I'm so happy you bring this up. Like, sports laws now in the last, you know, you're so getting a nice platform. I've been aware of all these, like, little niche stories for years, and uh, it's nice that they're coming out. There's a random actuary from Virginia. He has no ties to the NFL. He has He's just a random guy. If you looked at him on the street, you wouldn't look twice. Just some random dude. And a couple years ago, he goes, you know what? I think the name Redskins is probably going to get in trouble with it. Maybe this guy was like a, maybe like, um, you know, an early investor in crypto. He saw the trend happening before it really came to be. And he said, you know, it would be fun if I just started trademarking all these names, uh, Washington presidents, Washington monuments, Washington justice, uh, Washington red tails, which uh, I guess is a very popular name, Washington red wolves, you know, another popular name that I, I guess people in Washington really wanted. So, while he's doing this, Dan Snyder is taking interviews, uh, you know, very public interviews, and saying, we will never change the name. Never. You can print that. Um, and this guy's just sitting here, you know, la-di-da, tra- trademarking about 30 to 40 names of pretty, you know, good, you know, good, I don't know, solid names that I would think are better than commanders. So this guy does it. He starts uh, opening up an online store with mugs and hats and T-shirts. And for trademark law, <laughs> you need to just prove you had a good faith basis for using a name and you were putting it into commercial use. So he's selling like two mugs, a T-shirt with the Washington <laughs> monuments on it. And and that, you know, was viewed by some as being legitimate. So fast forward, and obviously we know what happened. Washington announces a name change. And Jason Wright, the team president, uh, I thought had the most telling interview. He goes, well, there were other names we wanted, but... You know, there was kind of, there was some trademark issues, and we kind of had to go a different route. And I'm sitting there, you know, like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme when he's like spitting out his beer and pointing at the television. <laughs> sure. I'm like, that's my guy, Martin <laughs> McCauley. You know, you just stonewalled a, a billion dollar team into submission. So if you're unhappy with the commander's name, um, there's a there's a there's a world where you should be chuckling a little bit that this one guy. Uh, was able to disrupt the whole uh, NFL momentum. I mean, it's really a crazy story. Maybe a movie someday. Yeah, that definitely has. Uh, you could see that on the big screen, like how just some kind of disheveled guy, and he just because uh, it doesn't cost that much. My my correct Dan, like the way to get something copyrighted or trademarked or whatever, it's not it's not that expensive, right? Like he didn't. How much do you think the guy was spending? to trademark all these different names. I, it must not have been that much, I would think. Probably four, four figures, you know, okay. maybe low five figures. It's not going to be that much. But w- where the critical flaw was for Washington, um, as far as I know, when, when Dan Snyder said, we're never changing the name, I imagine, right, if I'm a lawyer, I would probably have said, well, Dan, I know you never change the name. You know, if you do change it, shouldn't we get a backup? It's probably going to cost us like a thousand bucks, you know. What do you think? Yeah. And um, I don't think they did that. That was the mistake from a legal perspective. Like, I don't know. You don't. You can say you're never changing the name, but you know, um, at least I'm spend a thousand bucks. You guys are worth a billion dollars, so millions in tickets every year. Get a backup name so you don't look really stupid, and you have some <laughs> random Virginia actuary dunking on you and making you look incredibly incompetent. Absolutely. Uh, I, I we have a little time left. I wanted to talk about Deshaun Watson. You mentioned it. You referenced it earlier. This is also a fascinating, you know, sports law case. 
that he's missed an entire season. This thing is still dragging on and on and on. I know we're after the Super Bowl here. There's supposed to be some new revelations that are going to come out here. And you mentioned the publicity part of it. But he's already missed a year. Nobody wants to trade for Watson because this is still hanging around with these different women. And I'll ask you a question I asked earlier about the NFL case with with, uh, Flores. Uh, We have this conversation. We have you back then in September. The NFL is about to start another season. Is Deshaun Watson's legal trouble over? Or is this thing continuing? What do you think happens with Watson? We're about to hit an interesting point with Watson. Um, whether or not you want to believe the courts, uh, they've been wrong before. There's reportedly a grand jury that is in the process of convening. You know, it's almost done. It depends, depends what the deal is. But the grand jury will announce whether or not there's criminal charges. Um, the, the DA could have made that decision on their own, but they wanted to give it to the grand jury, probably because you know it's a high-profile guy, pretty popular in Houston. And maybe the DA did, we wanted to put the blame on, on the jury or the grand jury if they, uh, you know, uh, indicted him on, on criminal charges. That's going to happen. I mean, people have been saying it's going to happen any minute. It's been 11 months, and we haven't had it. I imagine, you know, we're, we're getting closer there. Um, if there are criminal charges, I, I don't think Watson is traded. I think Watson gets kind of, you know, the Michael Vick treatment, uh, and he's just pushed in the background for years. I don't know. You know I mean, Michael Vick was, you know, legitimately sent to prison. Um, you know, and that happened fairly quickly. I don't. I think it's too premature to say that with Watson. But I, I think if you're a betting man again, as a, as I am, um, I, I think that the, uh, maybe it's less than you know, it's certainly less. It's closer to even money. But I think you'd predict that there'd be some form of criminal charges. The DA's office is circling this. They sent out subpoenas for his social media accounts. They put a lot of time into this case. It would be odd for them to walk away with nothing. Um, I, I heard the same reports, which I'm sure you did, that the Carolina Panthers were considering potentially trading for him, even though this was hanging over his head, and ultimately they did not. Um, that the Dolphins, you know, speaking of uh, Brian Flores, that those guys were thinking of trading for him, but ultimately did not. The trade window opens back up on March 16th, so pretty soon. Um, if there are no criminal charges by that time, it's possible a team takes a chance. Um, but again, my, my gut, I'll, I'll, I'll take whatever the over is. I'll, I'll certainly go with it. Yeah, so if that's the case, then uh, even on a civil thing, if it doesn't become criminal and he ends up having, you know, he loses, then he's going to be suspended i think he's suspended either way which is weird because he's already missed a season so anyway listen uh i i love you on uh, on twitter following you from afar there and you're you've got your podcast how can people keep in contact get caught up on all the sports law and you're blowing up here you're on tv radio you're everywhere you're you're a one-man machine over there dan it's it's very impressive um, I appreciate it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we're getting lucky with a couple big stories. So, uh, yeah, I'm on social media at sports law lust, uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and then our podcast called conduct detrimental. Obviously we dedicated a full episode to the Brian Flores stuff. We've done Washington football team, Deshaun Watson. Um, but yeah, the conduct detrimental is, uh, the top sports law podcast in the world. I'm not sure that's saying much because there's only like three of us, but uh, we'll, take, <laughs> we'll take top sports law podcast in the history of humanity. I think that sounds yeah. even better. Well, I want you to know, Dan, I, you know, I love, I'm fascinated. I'm jealous that you get to work in that world because I, every time I'm doing the sports radio, you know, we, it's pretty standard fare, but anytime one of these stories comes up, I imagine myself as a lawyer. And I try to think like a lawyer and it's a, uh, I always have a lot of fun with these things. So I, uh, I appreciate your, expertise and uh thank you we'll we'll have you on again and good luck thank you my pleasure you tell me when 
If you love to be remembered as the person who gives the best birthday gifts, I'm here to tell you that 1-800-Flowers.com is your ultimate birthday gifting destination. 1-800-Flowers has thoughtful and artfully created options that are guaranteed to deliver the best birthday surprise. Shop thousands of unique gifts at 1-800-Flowers.com for exclusive offers and great values. To order today, visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash tune in. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.